0: Did you guys hear that The Rock just got married? I did. Isn't it kind of weird though that like he seems very like asexual in all his movies? Like like in none of his like, movies, like in none of his movies does he ever have like a, a legit love interest. So like him getting married was like a legit shock to me. Really? Like, oh. Like, oh snap, he, he, likes-, he, he likes he likes women. I oh. honestly thought he was just gonna be like chill, like just not not interested in anybody. He was just he he was like in love with with uh, cinema.
1: Well, actually, Jay he he married a barbell.
0: Uh, oh, true. Yeah, that's.
1: Yeah, yeah. He married a barbell. He mm-hmm. married an Olympic barbell, right? It's a matte black barbell that I think it caught his eye. Yep. Uh, with with a uh, serrated uh, grip. Serrated. Or, um, serrated, He's gonna, he's gonna cut his fingers Enough. off. Serrated <laughs> grip for extra okay. toughness. Oh right? yeah, yep. Like yep, yep. so when he's. He's squatting or, or or bench pressing. It cuts into him, so he has to be the rock to lift it, dude. Ah. Yeah, dude. He married a barbell, dude. Dude. Okay. So
2: see that, that makes sense. So now it makes sense. Yeah. Now it's uh, he's within his brand.
0: Right.
1: I right,
2: thought right. I thought it was he just didn't want to like uh, upset his male fans either. You know what I mean?
1: Is oh is... no correction guys, correction. He did not mm-hmm. marry a barbell. Oh, he, he married. <laughs> he married a, a motorcycle.
0: Ah, uh, wait, what? What?
1: Yeah, he married a motorcycle. Oh no, correction, guys, correction. Uh, he, he did not marry a motorcycle or a barbell. He married a tank.
0: Ah, uh, see, that makes that makes okay. more sense.
1: See.
2: That's seems more Tiffany. Yeah, oh.
0: that seems more his speed and size and brand.
2: There you
0: go. If I were the Rock, I'd probably marry a tank too, dude. But no, I just thought that was, like, not that it was strange, but it's just like in all his movies, that that dude's never, like, trying to hook up.
2: Or if he if he does, it's very, like, subtle or something. But, like, right? where,
0: though? Like, I guess it's well, so he, subtle. Well, he has a
2: like, like it's I understand Jumanji. It's, uh... But it's, like, not really games.
0: him, though. You know what I mean? Like, but it's... But it's him,
2: him acting as that. But you're right. I, mean, I see what you mean. But it's still, you, on screen, you see him kissing that... Yeah. Well, sort of. And I know it's,
0: like, he obviously, because he has a daughter in, like, Hobbs and Shaw, too. So, obviously, there's something. It wasn't, like, an immaculate conception in The Rock. He just, like, said, to you, oh, I'm just going to have a kid. And just, like, a kid came out of his bicep or something like that. But I don't know. It's just weird. Not that it's weird, but it's just different. A lot of the action stars are, like, always trying to hook up, dude, trying to rack them chicks up.
2: It is funny that in the movie Hobbs and Shaw like the daughter uh, has a project about a family tree
0: mm-hmm. and it
2: it literally is a tree with three branches with the rock in the middle right or Hobbs right yeah uh yeah. his <laughs> his uh, daughter in one of the branches uh-huh. and where the mom is supposed to be is a huge question mark <laughs> it's like <laughs> legit like no who way. cares yeah <laughs> that's awesome like okay like see to my point again yeah. dude it's just like e like, you can't even, uh, you're not supposed to even imagine that he- Yeah, that like he would, he would a,
0: have, like, a love interest. Yeah, which is weird. Like, his love is the law. <laughs> his love is, like, yeah, his love is a tank.
2: Although although he had, a uh, like, you know, that sexual tension with Vanessa Kirby in Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. I mean, it was, like, it was thick. That's sexual tension. <laughs> and and then like there's a point in the movie where Thick like his neck is like his neck, his, like, his neck yes. like his bicep, dude. Dude, that's very like his thick. pythons.
0: Like his freaking thighs.
2: Dude, have you seen his thighs? Dude, I heard they're him thick.
0: and I heard him and JJ Watt have a hard time buying pants.
2: Are you serious? Him and JJ Watt have a have a tough time buying pants?
0: Yeah, because they're too freaking big, dude. I mean their thighs they can't just even fit into they 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 have to get like tailor made pants I mean, who not knows what's up uh, I,
1: yeah dude, I have to uh, get uh custom socks
0: yeah dude because those those cabs dude are just no, dude, they're just too big oh no, I
1: just have really fat toes, dude oh.
0: They're like, they're like Italian sausages. Each one. <laughs> this is like the worst visual, or actually, this is like the worst thing to bring up on a podcast because it's very visual. But do you guys it ever is. remember in high school we used to do the motion like this, and the people would be like, "What are you doing?" And they're just like, "Oh, I'm taking her socks off, or something like that." <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> For all you cochinos, dude, who are. That's (laughs) terrible. That's terrible. All you cochinos who went through public school, you know what I'm talking about. You guys are all picturing it in your mind right now, dude. You know exactly. I see. I see. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, hey, fool, what are you doing? Oh, just take your mom's socks off.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's, dude, I didn't even seen that, dude. Are you serious? Oh, shoot. Yeah, you you remember that, girl? I don't remember that, dude. Maybe that was
0: like, it was like. After your time,
2: yeah, it was more your time.
0: And more our time, before these listeners' times. I know these millennials don't know what's up.
2: They don't. They don't know. Old they don't know the
0: the nastiness. Burn, the, those
2: burn jokes. Those moated,
0: corroded jokes. See?
2: Right. Seriously, but hey, you know is, what?
1: Isn't Spider Man oh. strong enough to take the snap? He
2: uh, is
1: right.
2: Not anymore. I guess not. Kevin Faggy snap.
1: Just thinking about that,
2: okay. dude. Kevin Fage snapped that fool out of existence.
1: It wasn't Kevin Fage. No, I know. I'm just saying. No way.
2: I'm not trying to, I don't want to put Sony in that position because they're fools. Kevin Feige's all powerful. Dude, I know. Before we jump into it, hey, you're listening to the beta report. What up? What Unfortunately. Up. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I want to be your host. I'm Jay. I'm Jay. <laughs> What? What? See, I just no, became no, no, you. No. See, dude? See? Bad dad, we gotta get our freaking introductions right, dude. I know, dude. What the heck is wrong with me? This is Jay. What? <laughs> I keep looking at you. I haven't it twice. Dude, I'm tired.
0: Oh, shoot. This that was amazing. This is Jeff, and we
2: got Jay over there. Confusing me. <laughs> yes. It's like I'm looking in a mirror. <laughs> just looking at you right now, dude. It's like I'm looking like at looking myself. In a mirror. Just looking at myself, dude. It's like, <laughs> that's, ter- that's I, terrible. That's right, that's where I was, dude. Man, what dude. we got, Uno? What's up, Uno?
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, what's up? No. What's up? What's up? I'm so happy to be here. You know, I've uh, just been looking forward to it all day. You know, what I'm saying? I've been looking forward to it for the last 15 minutes. You know, what I'm saying,
2: <laughs> all right, we gotta, yeah, <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta tell a little Wayne to stop. Uh, dude, he's just barging in here, dude. Like, he freaking run. I don't know why he, like, I don't know. He, Breaks into our. It's like old school dude when in, like your lines just get crossed. Our frequency
0: in and and you dude. can like hear other people talking on your in your cell phone conversation. I know
2: he doesn't live around here, so I don't know how it's crossing over. Maybe he lives up in the Bay
0: Area, dude. He Lives
2: next to Uno, his apartment, dude. Whatever. Yup. So crazy, dude. A lot of news dropped today. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta hit this right now, dude. And dude,
0: we uh, had a straight up agenda, dude, and then all of a sudden it was like, nope, our plan You guys have to talk about changed.
2: this. We got other stuff planned, but you know what? We have to talk about Marvel and Sony and them. Now no, we, we don't,
1: we, dude. No, we don't. Yeah, dude. we do,
2: dude. Because yes, it was like it was it was oh, Stipe
0: with that gut punch, dude. Freaking Sony Stipe came with around. The gut punch. Sony yes. came around and went ba ba with the Marvel, dude. with the two punch combo, dude. And they were like, mm-hmm. "You ain't getting no fifty fifty. You getting dude. Okay, so the apparently that was a report that had come out. Their previous deal was." That uh, Marvel would only get 5% of the first dollar gross, I think it was. Yeah,
2: so the report's coming from Deadline, just to give them credit. But Deadline is the one that was putting out this report that, uh, yeah, you're right. It's-
0: Straight up aggregating that mess, dude. Yeah. We're, it's, uh, we're aggregators now.
2: I know, we don't want to do that. <laughs> they get, they get uh, hit up. But no, um, yeah, it seems like the, the, the deal before was nothing like it. Or what they're trying to do now it was basically just like we said what five percent was five
0: percent five percent of the first dollar gross which <laughs> i don't I don't really understand what that means I don't know if it's like the initial theatrical run or that coupled with the uh blu ray sales. I don't know I don't
2: know but it it was it basically was just uh allowing Marvel to be a part of the uh, of spider man and and the deal was having. Spider Man and the other MCU movies. I think that was the bigger deal too, is allowing Spider Man to be in the Avengers sequels and, um, and, uh, what is the other one? Uh, Civil I guess War. Civil War. Thanks. I was trying to remember what the other one was. So, uh, so obviously you wanted Spider Man there, but the reports today from Deadline is that Disney and Sony got into a stalemate in regards to Spider Man, um, and the deal and having, producer credit or whatever and so because they couldn't come to a deal and obviously it comes down to money how much money they, they pretty much said Spider-Man's out of the MCU and uh, although some all this news is changing around right now but that was the initial thought and just Twitter and everybody else just freaked out because like legitimately because all this time we've had Spider-Man in the MCU and all of a sudden we're supposed to pretend he's not in it anymore and yeah. you know, after being a big part in fact you know, Endgame uh, and and Far From Home had Tony Stark being a big part of Spider-Man's life. I mean, I guess if anything would be a time to happen, it'd be now because Tony Stark is gone. Mm -hmm. No, but the crazy is not there anymore, but...
0: Yeah, but the crazy thing, though, is that, like, they've laid down the groundwork for him. He's obviously the heir apparent, you know? Like, he's the one that they've been, like, setting up. And and, uh, Far From Home was like his introduction as the next iron man is like you're kind of carrying on like a big chunk of that movie is all about that like tony stark chose you you're the one you're getting these glasses you're doing this you're doing that so go out there and be the hero that he expected you to be and all of a sudden it's like oh no not really like he's just going to go on vacation now and he's just yeah going to completely disappear from the mcu so that's going to be kind of weird i wonder where they pivot from here if it stays the same i'm assuming i don't know i feel like i don't know do i feel like in this case the like marvel has more to lose than sony does because
2: well i don't know i have an opinion here but uh
0: um i would say this is like uh, i was
2: gonna pose a question to you or, or uno who do you think has more to lose here marvel or sony
0: Honestly, I feel like Marvel does, in, in this case, it was like I said, there was, there seemed to have been plans already for Spider-Man to be a big part of the MCU, um, uh, with again just him being like the next in line, the next up uh, for that Tony Stark type role, and now he's not gonna be there. Now you have to just kind of figure out the narrative, like where do you go now to get your next, like number one, number two, like one A, one B, or whatever uh type of of character in the mcu whereas sony it's like they're gonna keep making uh movies with um uh what's his name john watts i think is the director's name Mm -hmm. and uh tom holland as spider-man so in reality they don't really lose anything other than the name recognition of having like marvel um and like kevin feige being part of like the the creative you know production team or whatever but I don't know. To me, I feel like Marvel has more to lose here, and this is definitely, a like uh, uh, so someone commented on our Instagram. It was like uh, Justin Cruz actually. He he said it was like a power move, and I think it's a power move on Sony's behalf. They're they're gonna be fine, I think, without Spider Man.
2: Mm, I don't think so. I'm I mean, not, with Spider Man, I'm the opposite though. I, I think. Mm. Yep. I think it it's gonna hurt Sony more, man. I mean, Marvel. Yep. Marvel has. Ten years worth, right? Twenty-two full movies of the success that they've done with their movies, right? I mean, nonstop. You know, and and some might not be as good as others, but basically, they haven't done a a movie that's been like, like you know, uh fifty or forty or thirty on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it's been most have been well received, mm-hmm. right? On the other hand, even Venom recently was like rated really low. It was critically bad, and although people went to go see it and it made money, overall the movie was not what it was supposed to be. Right. So I think what what Sony misses out on is the the mind of Kevin Feige and their whole uh, story um, yep. board of. Uh, Direction. Writers, the direction that they have. And they've proven... This is this is what I don't get, right? Because they've proven time and time again that they know how to make a successful movie. Look what they did with uh, um, uh, not only Spider-Man, but the whole character with Tom Holland. They know how to cast. They know how to put these movies together. I mean, it's it's just... It's, it's amazing what they can do. So mm. I think Sony is going to have a lot more to lose in the long run when they don't have Kevin Feige and their writers... To to direct them, uh, or put them on the right path. If we're gonna have a, a universe of Venom movies. It's Spider Man with Venom only, and you know the, these other uh, characters without their direction, without the MCU. I think Sony has a lot, lot more to lose. Yeah. You No. I,
1: I agree. I think the other thing we're forgetting too is that. Um, so two things. One is that. Uh, Marvel has a lot more of uh, profitable uh, leverage. or They're going to make more, more money, pretty much, right? Because um, outside of the Avenger movies, the Captain America movies, and the Iron Man movies, which are different now, they still have Black Panther, which grossed more than any of the Spider-Man movies, and Captain Marvel, which, again, uh, grossed more than um, any of the Spider-Man movies. So you have those two characters to financially like rely on, right? Um, I think there's room for growth, for financial growth for Doctor Strange and for um, Thor, right? I think the next door movie, I think the next Thor movie might generate more money than uh, the previous movies just because of like the excitement of who Thor has evolved and become, right? So there's that, and then I also think it's pretty easy to discard uh, Spider Man. Um, the 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 MCU could just take a shift and just go all cosmic, right? Like, there's no having to deal with problems on Earth. There's no having to deal with um, New York. There's no having to deal with, like, on-the-ground threats, right? We, you can just take this whole story and make it all about universal threats. And then you can pull, um, you know, the Doctor Strange into this. You can pull... Um, Black Panther into this,
2: and we have the Eternals. Um, Eternals are cosmic, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, of course, Captain Marvel and introduce Nova. You can have this whole storyline that just kind of relies on cosmic-oriented characters and completely just disregard um, uh, Spider-Man. So yeah, I mean, I, 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 myself, like, I think, I think one of the characters that, well. Not in that one, but I think there's also room for um, excitement. Like whenever they, they introduce Nova, like I'm kind of excited and I want Nova to make his MCU uh, debut. But then also like if they go with Fantastic Four, right? Whenever they introduce Fantastic Four, that's also going to create like excitement and people are, are wanting to see that. So I think there's a lot of opportunity to just kind of... um Make Spider-Man kind of expendable, right? Like there's there's kind of like the opportunity to like just overwhelm us with characters that we kind of forget about this one person.
0: Yeah, I don't know because I'm just no, going who, back. Shut up! Shut no, up! No, shut up! I no! No! Stop! Right stop! Now stop, was there. stop with the with your steepe punch, dude. I'm right. <laughs> um, I feel like we're forgetting the uh, you know just the the end game effect uh Spider Man dude, like and I think we were all there when we were watching it. Like he received probably the biggest ovation of any of the other characters when he came on screen. When he came back and he swung into view, everybody like the entire theater just kinda erupted and went wild. So I think he was and and still currently is probably one of Marvel's uh more popular characters, aside from like the OGs or whatever. Um but I think he was the he was the ter- the torch runner. He was the one who was going to carry it forward now. And, yeah, I understand. Like, it makes sense. Obviously, like, the, the MCU is still going to make money. It's not like they're going to – this one move is going to break the bank for them. But um I just feel like they – which is why I think they were trying to go for the 50-50 split because they kind of understand how important this character is to them and their plans and where they were going. Well, I think, I
2: think part of it is asking for that 50-50 is like, hey, we – like you said, they only had five percent of you know. And at, at this point, they sort of revived Spider-Man again, mm-hmm. uh, having you know everyone agrees pretty much that not everyone, but I think a, a large uh, a group of people love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I'm one of those people, right? That, yeah. that they they did an awesome job ca- casting him in there, but uh, I think uh, at this point they're like, okay, now it's time for us to make some money, and, mm-hmm. and Sony having that liquid confidence, right? They uh, pretty much think, oh well, you know, hey, we did Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, won an Academy Award. Uh, Venom made a lot of money, regardless. Who cares about what the critics are yeah. saying? And of course, the, the last two Spider-Man movies. So they're like, oh, we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're you're just gonna watch. You're gonna see that without the help of Marvel and 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 their people, they're not. It's not gonna be the same. And that's that's the one thing they 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 don't they have a track record and they're just kind of disregarding it. And I think. Yeah having in that, that false sense of confidence and security with, with these other movies, that's gonna be a misstep on their part. I don't know
0: though but you could we bring up a good point though if if um they could kind of bring that team to the live action Spider Man. Like I, I wouldn't mind seeing like a Phil Lord, um what's the other guy's name? Tim Miller Tim or Miller, I think yeah. Phil Lord and Tim Miller like, you know, co writing duo, uh have a have a run at, Tom Holland and his take on Spider-Man, or just like a a, a melding of the two. Um,
2: See, the problem is that yes, if they could do a single standalone story, fine. Mm-hmm. The thing with Marvel is that they've done a collective movie that interweaves into everybody else. Yeah, and that's por- sort of what their success has been: is that they there's this there's this sense of. Uh, well, Sony
0: owns all of the Spider-Man characters, though. So, right. I mean, they can there's still a possibility and maybe that's what they're thinking. Maybe they're going back to thinking that like, oh, we can bring up like this wide array of Spider-Man characters and make our own like, you know, Sony Spider-Man extended universe type of thing. Um Which I mean, I, uh, yeah, I feel like that might be a little too much for them to, to take on. Cause that's, yeah. that's a big undertaking, but um I don't know. I still kind of feel like, I still kind of feel like people are gonna go watch these Spider-Man movies regardless right. of, of uh, who's who's directing them or who's in charge of them, um, and I guess we'll just have to wait and see what the end result of sure. that split is if it remains split. Because well, here's, yeah, but no, I was just like, because because wasn't it still kind of like up in the air a little bit? Wasn't there a so little bit of that's a, what I was
2: about to say? So here's, it's not all doom and gloom because uh, there is an update on it. Um, several websites have reached out and. Uh, I believe IGN, Iona, and some of these other sites have actually reporting that that uh, negotiations are still ongoing. So it's not completely dead, and it's not completely done. It's still there's opportunity to have a deal made. So it's not all like, you know, everyone's reporting, oh, it's, he's out, he's out, whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, the deal wasn't made. That's all that's happened. So it's not official that... Spider-Man's out of the MCU. Mm -hmm. So I think that just people reported that right away. And then another report came a few hours later saying, well, the negotiations are still ongoing. So there's still an opportunity for them. I I feel, I think that it's going to get done. Spider-Man's too big of a character to not allow it to happen. So there's too much money to be made in there too. I think at some point Sony's going to realize, you know, there's money to be made and Marvel's just a money-making machine. So they're just, it's going to, they're going to make a deal somehow. So. So, so
0: do you think that that like stretches like, cause say for example if there's gonna be, uh, cause you, they're doing like the uh, Marvel Land or whatever in Cap- in a um, California Adventure, uh, oh, I so I think- wonder if it stretches that far. Like say for example they're gonna have There'll be no Spider Man there, like a Spider Man section in that area. Like will that then mean that they have to remove that
1: out? They already have one, foo.
0: No, no, no. Like you I know a that
1: Daily Bugle there.
0: Oh, that's true. How huh? they did have the Daily Bugle thing there. They did? Um, yeah, like California in California Adventure. And in uh, California Adventure, yeah. Because uh, when we went, actually, we were with Uno and Hazel. There was like a Spider Man just kind of walking around there. And I think where he went to go post up was like in front of like the Daily Bugle, like little facade building thing. Um, but I mean, like I if it just, were gonna be more extensive, there's gonna be like a ride or something, or like a show or something, like whatever they were gonna do, like in that section of the of California Adventure. Like I wonder if they have to take that into consideration too. Like, oh crap! Like we got to get this deal done because we have this in development too. We have this planned, and if we lose that, then we have to try to figure out, you know, what else we're gonna do with all of these like Spider-Man themed things that we have in this section of our theme park.
2: Maybe they'll be on clearance now. <laughs> Maybe get them out. Yeah, get rid of them. No, I I think they'll 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 make a deal, dude. I think it's gonna be done. I don't I don't think it's gonna stay like that. Yeah. It's just I think it's just too big of a deal. You know? So who knows? But I agree with with Uno though. If they if if one if a deal is not made, I think they could just shift and they'll be in the into the cosmic uh storyline kind of thing. And I mean i a definitely feels and then like we
0: the- get Silver Surfer,
1: and then we get Warlock, and then we get Nova, and then we get Beta Ray Bill.
2: <laughs> Bro, I mean, I mean seriously though, when you I think mean, it about it, it seems like they're going
0: in that direction when anyway. It, when
2: they redo X-Men, I mean they when they for me, my, my biggest thing right now is Fantastic Four, dude. I want to see a legit, properly made Fantastic Four movie. And when that thing comes out and it's awesome, and Sony's out there doing freaking Venom 3 and no one's watching it? Yeah. They'll be like, "Yeah, maybe we shouldn't have left." Just wait. Just wait. I mean that I, that, believe I mean you. that that
0: Fantastic 4 like has the has the uh, um the potential to just be like bro bro Tim uh,
2: Tim Rothman is the one that supposedly is reporting is the one that pulled out of the negotiations mm-hmm. Tim Rothman approved that last Fantastic 4 movie That should tell you everything right there Yeah it's kind of a bad That should look. tell you. So kind of, come on. It's kind of a bad look. At some point you got to be like, you know what? Okay, We'll just we'll just make a deal or something. Because, yep. Nope.
0: Hey, uh,
1: Marvel owns the rights to Wolverine now, right?
2: Yes, yes, they do. Yep. We're going to see Harry Potter as the new Wolverine. No, dude, stop. stop. What? Stop. Guys. Put your own Your face. <laughs> Mamones. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the Mexican version. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the Michael Pena version of Wolverine.
2: It's, uh. I don't even know, but what's the equivalent for Harry in Spanish, dude? Not the earth. I don't think there is one. Uh. Peludo.
0: Be- yeah, peludo. <laughs> yeah,
2: what is peludo? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, uh, all right. So let's let's shift a little bit here, dude.
0: Shift on. Let's
2: let's go over to some amazing news that came out today too. Amazing news that came out today too. Variety is reporting. That Matrix 4 is coming out. What? what? Oh, that's not the amazing part. And Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss are coming back. Ah! That's, that's cool. Neil and, uh, what's her name?
1: Trinity. 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 Wow. I know, I
2: forgot right now. I was going to say Tracy. I
1: hope it doesn't <laughs> suck,
0: though. Dude, you know what? Well,
1: one, like... of the,
2: one of the Wachowskis, not both of them, sorry to interrupt, but one of the Wachowskis uh, is coming back to write and... I don't know about direct, but I know writing the next movie, so... With Lana Wachowski? Lana Wachowski.
0: It's so me out uh-huh. that they both, like, that they both transitioned, like, one after the Not other. Not just one. Both of them did. That's what I'm saying, yeah. That's they both the, transitioned, That's the like,
2: trippy part. Like, they both did, like... I mean, they're, I guess they're two brothers. They're like, hey, let's do things together. And they both transition.
0: Continuity, dude. dude. They can't be the Wachowski brothers they anymore. Could, they
2: couldn't be the Wachowski brother and sister. Yeah, so they, they couldn't they be, be the Wachowski
0: siblings. They so the like like Wachowski siblings. sisters.
2: Yep. Crazy. But anyways, we digress. Matrix 4 is coming out. Um, You
0: know, I'm, I'm kind of mixed on this, dude. Me because, too. because the Matrix 1 was great, obviously. That thing was like groundbreaking. You know, It just kind of it revolutionized the way that we... We now see and 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 consume and and film action movies, and then
2: we could stop right there.
0: And yeah, we'll stop right there because like, because two and three because two and three were just like there was elements of them that were good. There was like you know that, that was uh, I think it was three where you where they actually go to Zion, right? Yes, it's, and and you see like the
2: two, no no yeah you're right it's three you're right
0: and you see the mech suits and all that like yeah, that the was mech dope. Awesome. Because it was like, oh, dude,
2: like, you know. And but, of course, they, but they also had the rave of the apocalypse, too.
0: Right. Yeah, they had things like that, too, like, that were. Why?
2: But so, I mean, it was like they had,
0: like, these moments that were, like, really good. But then they just, for whatever reason, just couldn't bring it all together. It was just really, like, like things and were just kind of convoluted. Movie, and in the
2: third movie, he sacrificed himself. Mm-hmm. Neo sacrificed himself to save everybody else, right? Yeah. So... Wondering what they're going to do to bring him, how well, do you and, them... And, and,
1: and something else that kind of bothers me, right, is that the prophecy was that he was going to liberate them from the machines, right? Like, he was going to come and liberate them. But all he did is make peace with the machines. Like, they still existed the way they existed. It's not like the movie ended with everybody being disconnected from the Matrix. That's not how the movie ended, which I thought was a bunch of horse shit Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, dude, the prophecy yeah. was not fulfilled.
2: Yeah, uh, dude, that's but don't Still plugged in, you lose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. That's why you two lose. And, two and good day, three, sir. sir. That's right. That's why two and three are just not in my lexicon of movies Mm-mm. when it comes to the Matrix. There's no trilogy. <laughs> I'm like. You know what? I've watched The Matrix, and that's it. Like that was because then they
0: have like that that like the shoddy graphics too, where it's like straight up like PlayStation cutscene stuff, do, and uh, like
2: that was uh, the two when he's fighting. Uh, yeah, when Mr. he's fighting Smith. the clones,
0: all the all the different uh, Agent Smiths. Bro, it's like, woo,
2: bro! I do that with tough. I do uh, the same thing I do with The Matrix, where I just believe one movie exists, and that's it. I do the same thing for Jason Bourne. Mm. Really? <laughs> I watched the first one. Cause I like that he lives happily ever after with. His oh, girl. I do what you're saying. And then, and but then those ones are are good too, though. They those are. Like- they are. I know. I know. But it's just me, dude. I'm like, I'm a I'm a hopeless romantic, dude. I, I like to think <laughs> that Jason Bourne is still living with uh, uh, I can't the German girlfriend, right? I can't remember yeah. Franka Potente. But like in the second movie, like she gets like legit just sniped, and then. She's like gone. within the first like 15 minutes of yeah. the movie too. Yeah, dude. I like that sucks. Anyways. I just want
0: to give a shout out to that chick. She's the one who uh, taught me how to cuss in German. Shiza. I remember we were saying that forever, <laughs> dude. Scheiza. Because we thought we were getting away with stuff, dude. We were like, oh yeah, no one's gonna know what we're saying. Oh, you piece of Scheiza. There you go. See? See? She brought a lot. She brought a lot, dude. So I she brought just, a lot to the table.
2: So, anyways, I do the same thing with that, dude. Just like, hey, you know what? Matrix one, perfect movie. There was no other movie that's perfect like that, dude. Perfect. And then they killed it with these other two, but okay. So you guys are saying no to Matrix Four, or at least kind of concerned no, 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 yeah, about not, it. Concerned no, it's
0: just it. like ah, uh, you know, we're not going in there with like a huge vote of confidence. Like, oh man, this is gonna be amazing.
2: So I'm thinking, I'm hoping that they looked at what they did in two and three, and then maybe they're gonna write the ship. You know, like maybe they'll they'll put a, a proper sequel to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we'll will correct what happened before. Yeah. So that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping. I mean I'm hoping for it. But I mean, uh Do Keanu like Uno said, dude, Keanu's hot right again, now. Again, yeah,
0: that's what, that's exactly what I was just gonna say right now, dude. I think what does kind of fill me with confidence is the fact that Keanu Reeves is coming back to it. And I feel like he he's in a place where he can do no wrong, dude. So I think him just being a part of it is going to make, it's going to like elevate it. How do you feel about... Guys, 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 I have a very,
1: very, very important question.
2: Go. Go for it.
1: Is Keanu Reeves going to shave for this movie?
2: Ooh. Ooh. That's, that's a, that's a good question, Mm. man. He's been, uh...
1: That's why I get paid the big bucks.
2: Yeah? (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, that's a good question because he's... That beard has been been grizzled for a while, dude. That that beard is like his renaissance, dude. Yeah. You know, like. I don't think so.
0: You know why? Because it obviously is, it's a good way of showing a passage of time. And like he's. Although. He's a different, he is a different Neo now. Although
2: he is filming the new Bill and Ted movie. The Bill and Ted's, I don't know what it's called now, but the Bill and Ted movie. Yeah. And he has shaved his beard. Oh did it really? Yeah. He's gonna, what? There, well, there's a picture where he doesn't have one. Uh uh-huh. So I don't know if it's just like a maybe a flashback or something or CGI dude. Or something, but he, there's a picture with him in a
0: it's freaking Superman. Yeah. Su- the Superman uh, CGI.
2: You would no imagine beard. him having a beard makes sense, right? Because he's a dad now in this movie. Apparently in this movie, yeah, and on, also their daughters.
0: And also, like when they come back from the future and they have like their kids strapped to their back in the second one, I think. Is it the second one?
2: Damn, I don't remember that. Really? They have
0: giant beards. They have, like, ZZ Top beards. So, like, it would make sense for him to keep his beard. They jacked that up.
2: I don't know why they... There's a picture posted on someone's Instagram. I forgot. Like, I don't know if it's his or, or the movie's official one. Yeah. And he's got no beard, so... Huh. Like, interesting. Crazy. What do you guys think about it? the uh, new Bill and Ted movie? That's actually that? going to be pretty dope.
0: You know why? Because, like, it doesn't take itself seriously. So... Uh, I feel like they're going to poke fun at themselves and it's just going to be like a good time.
2: I just think that Keanu Reeves is dope, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, I wish I was. I I want to say that. Outside of the. I wish we could hang out.
1: (laughs) Outside of the original (laughs) Matrix, though.
0: No one listens to. (laughs) The
1: defense defense of Zion is one of my favorite scenes, period, dude. Like, I love seeing them come out in the. Mech suits and just hold it down, like, and they just
0: just, have those big old machine guns on their arms. Heck yeah, dude! I'd love to see more of that, dude. Uh, Yeah, dude, that (laughs) Samoan guy was just like, dude, yeah, dude. I'd
1: I'd be open to, I'd be excited if I were to see that in the trailer.
0: Yeah, see, more mech suits. That's what they gotta do, dude. More mech mech suits.
2: Hey, how come we don't have movies with mech suits? Like, there isn't really any, there
0: and then, But then, like, there was, like, that time where they... Like,
2: Avatar had them. But, but they were him.
0: doing, like, weenie, like, mech suits. Because, like, Elysium had it. But he was just kind of, like... It was more like an exoskeleton. Yeah. That was weak. And then, yeah. uh, what was the other one? The, the closest, Tom Cruise one. Yeah, you said yeah. it. Avatar.
2: Avatar was the closest one to having, like, an actual mech yeah. suit. Not, like, a exoskeleton type. Like, like Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, that's and what it Tom was. Cruise. Edge of Tomorrow. No, I'm talking about, like... Like, yeah, like you're on right. like, mech suits, dude. Like, like,
0: no one else... Yeah, those like two Matrix. are the closest ones who did yeah, it. Yeah, like,
2: the Matrix did it pop- uh, uh, proper with that defensive Zion scene. Mm-hmm. That was pretty dope, dude. Yep. Like, it was. Like, just hearing that that machine gun that... Uh, uh, um, what would you call it? I forgot there's a name for for that type of machine gun. But just... just like the, the, the cases, minigun? Like a minigun, there yeah. you go. And, and just the... Uh, uh, bullet casings falling everywhere you see Oh, that's pretty dope I know yeah, people are gonna hate awesome. dude people are gonna
0: hate yes and so we'll mention it but Ripley using the the like well, the mech suit thing too is pretty dope
2: yeah but like, that's like even before the Matrix I'm saying right. after that there hasn't been but yeah you're right like you know that's probably one of the first times that uh, you see sort of a mech suit mm-hmm. thing but, uh, Still saying,
0: dude. Somebody I out know. there, dude. Screw that crap, dude. Like, and we keep saying it, but I'm actually gonna do it. Freaking hey, put out. up a Exo Squad what? movie coming soon, dude.
1: Put
2: up on Facebook and Instagram, Ooh, dude. Exo Squad
1: movie would be awesome.
2: Hey guys, we should need to put these on on uh, as polls on uh, on our social media. Dude. Put up a poll. Put up a poll. <laughs> uh, do we need uh, another Matrix movie or not? Yeah. Put it up and see what sounds people like say. a good one. See what people say, man. All right, I'm going to shift over again. You guys have anything else to say? Before Dang,
0: dude, I'm getting dizzy. We're doing so many shifty, shifties. Be shifty. We're being mad shifty.
2: Be <laughs> Uh Guys, did you guys watch any episodes of the, of Mindhunter this, this, uh, this weekend? Yes.
0: Just kidding. No, I didn't. You're stupid. I didn't have a chance to.
2: But I you? want to, though. What's wrong with you? Uno, did you watch any?
0: Episodes of what?
2: Mine Hunter, the new season for Mine Hunter.
1: Yes, dude, I'm on episode two, dude. Episode two, and I'm excited. So far, so good. So far, um, so good. Yeah, dude. I watched uh, it's- oh, Can wow. we just say it's a gold medal show? People need to watch it.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: Oh, there's no doubt, dude. Yeah, gold medal show. There's no doubt. This, this is gold medal show. <laughs> this is on
0: like the top. This is like top shelf. Netflix, right here, dude. Yes. Like of of yes. all yes. Netflix originals, this is one that you definitely have to stop and watch every season. The twenty two, yes, but.
2: so good. The use of of music, what would you call it? Um, there's a term for it, but the, the atmosphere, yeah, sort of the atmosphere. There's another word for it, but uh, the, the music that they use in this season is insane, dude. It's yeah. it's like makes things extra creepy, dude. Ooh. Like, there's there's a storyline with Bill Tench. Uh, it's the older guy, not yeah. the young uh, FBI agent, but the older FBI agent and him and his family.
0: Holden Ford? Uh, no. No, know, well, that's not the other guy, right?
2: guy, Yeah, but Bill Tench and the Tench family. And there's a situation that goes on there and they use this music occasionally. And you're sort of like, dude, like, you're like, okay, what's going to happen? Because you hear the music. You're like what? You know, it's crazy. It's it's the the music is so well done in this. I think though, because I did. Dude, does the sun
0: become like Dexter?
2: Uh, See, I can't say anything. So, so the you went. You see it happening. Um, the only uh, the problem I think with this season is that last season we were so intrigued and so pulled in by the interviews they did with the 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 chosen serial killers or Mm -hmm. just. You know, the people that they use in the that it's kind of missing in this one. Um even you
0: know, the son of Sam thing that, that episode whenever that happens, like if it's good. I'm really interested dude, in that. Dude, that one. son
2: of Sam is 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 crazy creepy because that guy does look like yeah, dude. David Berkowitz, dude. Uh the son of Sam. He like the makeup, dude, they made him look like David Berkowitz. Like and and sort of the information that comes out of it is super interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh they have the interview with later in the season with Charles Manson. That episode is insane dude because the guy looks like Charles Manson. It looks like you're watching like, like something an actual interview with Charles Manson. Yeah, like, yeah it's it's crazy. Like, that's it's, one of the
0: that's like another thing like that this show has to get credit for like I don't know if like casting gets awards or what but at, like every single one of these uh, serial killers who get cast like obviously like Ed Kemper was the biggest one from last season but it was like he, it, it, and he, he is, is like identical almost due to like the actual killer and then like the, the way that they used actual uh, uh like dialogue from their interviews for them to say like on the show and just, like, the inflections and everything, like, they did such a great job, dude, of just, like, using the real information that was out there and then, like, applying it to the show. It's so good, dude. So you I know, can just imagine that you know these the guys... the
2: crazy part of it is that, like, the show misses Ed Kemper because he's not enough in this... He is in a few scenes, but he's not in it a lot in this mm. whole season. And the crazy part to me is is that Ed Kemper is, like, He he's the guy's the guy was a monster man. Yeah, like the things that he did, and and he um comes off like even even Bill says it, dude. Don't get pulled in. Mm -hmm. Like don't he's not your friend. Like don't. But he tells Holden Ford that right, and and he almost comes off like yeah, dude. I'm I'm we're good friends. Yeah, like that's crazy. There's a scene he tells him like. you, you watched the first season, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember how he went to go visit him while he was in the hospital? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he re- visits that, like, he just says, uh, uh, Holden, thank you so much for visiting me while you know, I was in the hospital. That meant a lot to me. He goes. And he's uh, he just kind of nods and goes, well, I mean, that's what friends do, right? Or That's what friends are for. Right? Yeah. And then, <laughs> like, Bill Tedge, like, turns and looks at Holden four like, dude, like, that's freaking insane! Yeah, Like dude. This guy's calling your friend, and the. Song- I remember that
0: episode so well, dude, because it's like they did such a great job of just like building the tension. Oh my god! And then there's that part where it's like, like Ed Kemper, he like when he hits, steps down. Yeah, when he steps down, and they do such a great job, like the sound design of like his feet just like, boom, boom, like, like just two like meaty hams or whatever, just like hitting the ground. But it's like so heavy, and it does a great job of like personifying like how big he is. And like how much of a freaking monster that dude is, like just physically, like how big he is, and and it just like increases like the tension, like the like how menacing he is, and you didn't know what was gonna happen at that time. Dude, like oh, it's so good, dude. His feet look like butterball turkeys. Dude. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> and it sounded like it too when it hit it, but it was like they did a great job because I still remember it, like I can hear it in yeah. my head.
2: But overall, dude, I think the season is is still good, dude. I mean, they they the main. Uh, thread in this uh, season is the Atlanta child murders and that story itself dude is insane dude like have you guys heard about the Atlanta child murders before Mm-mm. I've never heard it before I've I've heard it before but I, don't, I never knew what it was uh, Uno have you ever heard about that nope dude between 1979 and 1981 28 uh, mostly children the last couple ones were like some adults like 19 or 22 or something like that mm-hmm. uh, were um, abducted and some of them found uh, murdered strangled Whoa, no way. and some are still never found the bodies were never found no way 28 uh, children from Atlanta uh, and mostly in the most pro- poverty stricken areas so um, there was like a lot of this like racial tension there too and I mean like there was a. It is funny because you know one good thing about, um, or one thing that makes it authentic is they use like actual footage from that era, mm-hmm. and I guess there was a thing back in during that period where every newscaster would say, "It's ten o'clock. Do you know where your children at? Or at, you know, or something like that." Oh, really? That's crazy. Ooh, I
1: remember those.
2: Yeah, dude. And so that that's where it came from. That it's era. Ten
1: o'clock. Do you know where your children are?
2: Yeah, exactly. And it came from that because of the. The, the abductions of children during that during that time period.
0: So do they focus a lot on the BTK killer too on this one?
2: It it is finally introduced here, and and then they they are looking into it, but it's not they're not a full on investigation into it yet.
0: Oh wow! They
2: have like because
0: in the first season they were doing not that they're doing a lot, but he they would the like, cold
2: the cold opens were that
0: yeah they would make reference to that dude a lot,
2: and it still goes on season two. No way, dude! And that's it's crazy. even creepier. Like if there was a way to make it creepier it's, they, they did it.
0: What? And it's not
2: even part of the story yet. Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause it's like, it's so crazy that it's like real, you know what I mean? Uh Like it's just, it's insane. But. So
0: I wonder if chronologically if that's, if this is, if, if this is like following, because this is based on like the real FBI, one of the real uh, FBI agents who kind of coined the term serial killer and, and he wrote a book, right, or something. And this is kind of like loosely based on his life, and like um, there, there's a I forget what his name is, but there is like an FBI agent, John who, Douglas. I don't, I'm not sure if that's who it is, but I think like this is loosely based on his life, and like this, the uh, you know, I think he wrote a book on all this stuff too. The mine hunter, mine hunter, yeah, John yeah, yeah. Douglas. Oh, okay.
2: In fact, it's, that's what it's called. It's called Mine Hunters. The into the mind of a serial killer, something like that. Oh, okay. Well, the whole series *Mind Hunters* is based on his book, which where he actually did interviews. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, John Douglas, and then it's Jonathan Wrestler, who's the guy. His character uh, is Bill Tench. Okay. And then I can't remember the name of the psychologist who's the one Wen, Wendy Carr in the in the show, mm-hmm. and she's like, so there's that, tri- uh, that trio. Yeah. That they're they're based on actual people
0: but i'm saying i wonder if that like chronologically if that's really how it happened in 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 their lives while they were going through all this stuff that like btk killer or whatever was like out there just kind of practicing or doing whatever he was doing but wasn't like that big of a threat yet you know like um so that that would be pretty cool like a cool uh you know narrative tool uh not toy a narrative tool to use to just kind of like play along like chronologically like yeah you know like this dude behind the while all this other stuff was going on this dude was still like behind the scenes doing all this craziness and like you know he's the bigger threat in like the following season or whatever it is that they introduce him which is going to be freaking nuts dude
2: dude that guy was that guy killed within a 30 year span Like btk right yeah yeah dude they uh in a 30 year span is when he just was not able to get caught. No way, dude. And when he finally did, he definitely was like the he's a deacon in the church.
0: Wow. He was like the, uh,
1: that in kid. Cudahy.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Dude, that's crazy. In a small church called Yeah, don't do it. BBC. Don't do it. No, don't Real do it. <laughs>
1: It rhymes with hell's captives.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible, dude.
0: Oh, dude, that's insane.
2: Dennis the BTK killer, dude. That's BTK. crazy. That fool looks like Chakadhi, for reals. Oh, what the heck? Now I'm going to have nightmares.
0: Dude, I'm saying, dude, don't do it. Don't do that to yourself.
2: Dude, remember when Chakadhi would go up and like say hi to you and he would like, slap the lungs out of your mouth?
0: <laughs> yes dude oh <laughs> uh, dude There's i think that's reason. what i think that's what caused the tumor in my head dude was <laughs> <laughs> just too much blunt force trauma
2: seriously dude to jack me up so um all right so we touched on Mindhunter, hunter but the interesting thing about Mindhunter hunter is that guy who plays Holden Ford whose name is Jonathan Groff who jay who else does he play
0: dude i had no idea that this guy was this guy but he's the one who, he voices. Wait, this guy was this guy? Yeah, Ooh, this guy. A, who is it? Was this guy. He voices, like, and, and what's insane is that. Ralphie? I watched freaking Mindhunter religiously, right? Like, we watched every single episode and was, like, into it. Dude, he, like, the this never even, like, came into my mind at all. Like, he gave no, like, he. I guess he does a really good job, dude, of of, you know, having a variations of his voice. But this guy voiced freaking Kristoff from Frozen. And Frozen is a movie that I've watched, like, no joke, over 100 times. I'm not even kidding, dude. I probably watched that movie more than 100 times. And I never, like, I, I never made that connection between the two, dude.
2: Bro, I didn't even know. i just literally just looking at it right now. I didn't know he's the guy who sings You'll Be Back from Hamilton. Yep. On the uh, on the original recording,
0: yeah, dude, he is indeed. What? I didn't know that either. I'm just saying, dude, that's
2: an amazing song too, dude. In that, it just It's crazy. I didn't even know that, but yeah, he plays Kristoff in Frozen, right? Yes,
0: dude, Ooh. and he's gonna be and he's gonna be Kristoff again in Frozen too, reprising
2: his role. Reprising his role as Kristoff,
0: but it's crazy because he was like he was on Jimmy Fallon. This is where I learned that, dude. I had no idea, but I was watching like a clip on YouTube and he was. Uh, he was sending a message to um, Jimmy Fallon's daughters as Christoph, And I was like, what? wait, wait, what, what? Oh, snap, this guy's Christoph!" So that just tripped me out. I was like, good job, buddy. Good right. job. So, it's like all, like, that dude is just all around influencing everything that I like.
2: So uh, I have that clip, dude. Can I play it? Yeah, go ahead. This is no Hold on. There
3: we go. Sexual healing, but it is a song from Frozen, so it's, <laughs> or it's Winnie and Franny. It would be my... weird if I sang sexual. <laughs> yeah, healing. yeah, yeah. Please don't. Okay, so this is what I do when I do a voicemail. You ready? We're just gonna be really quiet. Okay. It's crazy
0: though now that I hear him talk, it's like I hear it.
3: Hi, Winnie and Franny. This is Kristoff from the movie Frozen, and I'm here with my friend Sven. Say hi Sven. Hi Winnie and Franny, it's me, Sven! And we wanted to sing a song for you. Isn't that right? That's right, Kristoff. Let's sing them a song. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Reindeers are better than people. Sven, don't you think that's true? Yeah, people will beat you and curse you and cheat you. Every one of them is bad except you. Thanks, buddy. But Winnie and Franny smell better than reindeers. Boring. Stand, don't you think, <laughs> That's oh once again true, because Winnie and Franny, we love you. Now tell Winnie and Franny... Yeah, remember night. the time we freaking stripped some little kid?
1: Oh, from being the pilot for the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Wait, what
2: did he say?
0: <laughs> you guys straight up robbed a child of his of his dreams, dude. Know. To fly the Millennium Falcon, you guys just punked him, and we're like, you "Yeah, snooze, we've done this before,
1: little guy."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was... hey, hey, we've done this before.
1: <laughs> yeah, we we have so, done it before. So it's quite. Uh, me,
2: me and Uno are getting on to threatening. Millennium Falcon ride, and uh, as we're getting on, other people got the pilot, and uh, Uno wanted, to, you know do the pilot it's probably the, the well, best duh, right? yeah the best part you well, want to pilot duh. the Millennium Falcon and the other family that was there is a group of four it's six per ride so it was four and then there was Uno and myself and uh, they're like oh I don't know how to do this I don't know how to fly this I don't know what we're going to do have you guys done it <laughs> Being Uno, yeah, yep. <laughs> Uno, mind you, Uno's never been on it before, but we're not gonna say no, right? He's like, Yeah, we have, and like, Oh, do you guys want to be pilots? Yes, <laughs> so we uh, we took it, but uh, Uno, whenever it's your first time trying to pilot, you can have a kind of a difficult time, and uh, Uno just pretty much ran into everything, <laughs> and as we got off the yes. ride, as we got off the ride. Uh, I mean, literally, he was hitting everything, dude. It's like, it's difficult to, to drive. I, I, I'll i give you that. And uh, as we're getting off the ride, you can hear the family, oh, man, we could have done that. <laughs> 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 oh, man, that was, that was that was pretty funny. They were kind of pissed. <laughs> dude, I'm sure he was like, We could have done We pretty much not let the kid ride or pilot the military. I'm telling
0: you, dude, make his dreams come true. You guys freaking jacked it up, dude.
2: So, <laughs> <laughs> what
0: happened, Ew. dude? That's the guilt. I the guilt I know, that was... is just swelling up in your throat right now, dude. That poor kid. I'm so
1: sorry, boy. <laughs> I'm so
0: sorry. He's still so, he's still crying and himself asleep right now, dude. The, the I I I been hung
2: hung so long. <laughs> Um. So that brought to mind the Jonathan Groff story about what are the best uh, to, or the, you know maybe the top celebrity voice actors that we uh, can remember at the moment. So I know there's, cause there's, there's a couple of them, so I'm going to let you guys kind of think about it. I'll shoot some out here, but if you guys want to think about some and then kind of jump in here. But uh, I'll give you a couple here, and I'll give you an example. Like, for example... How about Chris Pratt? What? Yes. Chris Pratt.
1: He's, uh, everything is awesome, dude.
2: Yes, dude. Thank what? you, you know. Exactly. Chris Pratt as, uh, dude, I forgot his name. What's his name? <laughs> from, from the uh Lego movie. Uh, Emmett. Emmett. There you go. Thank you. Emmett. Uh, Emmett Brikowski. Yeah. From the Lego <laughs>
0: movie, dude. Yeah, it's awesome.
2: Dude, he, uh, was awesome in that, dude, and playing that part, uh, just can't imagine anybody else playing Emmett Emmett Borkowski. That's right, right. So there's other ones I'm sure, but I'm gonna give you guys a chance. You guys, there's a. Uno, do you have a? Um...
1: Dude, I have to go way, way, way back and pick a classic. Okay. But Robin Williams, dude. Oh, dude! Oh,
2: come like on. Like
0: quintessential, dude. That's, like
2: that's perfect, dude.
0: That's... He's like he's on the Mount Rushmore. Of voice actors, dude. Everything that guy did. All you had to do is do Aladdin, and he's already like a freaking legend, dude.
2: Dude, there's that's why when that Will Smith movie came out, you know, the uh, Aladdin live action, just was difficult to have a, a a picture someone else playing that part. But you saw it, right? He did an okay job.
0: Mm, no, yeah, yeah, he did a good job. I think they they again they did a good job of of allowing him to make it his own, Got and it. he didn't try to like replicate. Um, you he to try to replicate a, What's his face? James? Reverend Williams R.I.P. Do you have one? Yeah, dude, I got one And we're kind of taking it Way back as well ooh, ooh. Straight up Uncle Phil, dude James Avery You know that dude voiced? The Shredder on the uh hey! teenage mutant ninja turtles. That's dude. so perfect for you. Dude. Yes, dude, of course. Dude, but that guy apparently did a bunch of other stuff too. Like he was in Prince of Egypt. He did <laughs> he did Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. What? Yeah, dude. He was uh I didn't say who he was here, but um yeah. He did that.
2: Well I'm gonna give you one that's gonna blow you away, dude, because this guy is in pretty much every movie that's ever made. He must have made a contract with like Hollywood. Like if it's Hollywood, is an actual person. He made a deal with him. (laughs) Why, Samuel L. Jackson, dude? (laughs) No way. Samuel L. Jackson as Lucius Best, aka Frozone. Oh
0: yeah. Oh, that's true. True that.
2: Super suit.
0: True that. True that. That was pretty good. That was pretty good.
2: That's pretty dope, dude. He just needs to have that little line already, and he's done, dude. Yeah. He doesn't even have to show his, his wife and he can already have a meaningful conversation yeah. <laughs> with this wife who's not even on screen, dude. So yeah, Samuel L. Jackson as this uh, frozone is pretty dope.
0: But you know who has a better line in that? Is his wife, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause he's like he's like, I'm out here for the greater good. And she's like, I'm the greatest good you're ever gonna have. <laughs> yes, dude. That was that's perfect. That's pretty dope.
2: Well done. Well done, Pixar. Mrs. Frozone.
0: Well, yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> I don't know who she is, but <laughs> Mrs. Frozone? Udo, you have another one? Uh,
0: yes.
1: <laughs> Kevin Conroy, dude. Kevin Conroy is so good. Live action actors haven't been able to top him. And we're talking top of the line li- live action uh, actors, we're talking Christian Bale hasn't been better than him. We're talking George Clooney hasn't been better than him. Michael Keaton hasn't been better than him. Kevin Conroy, my dudes.
0: Yeah, dude. Another, another. I think just with Batman alone is on Mount Rushmore, dude. Dude, because he is Batman. I mean, it's like.